Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Hub City Homers. Today, we have a very special episode. I am going at it solo today. This is Kendall here. Um, I'll be giving us a season preview on the upcoming Texas Tech basketball season, which, as I record this, is five days away. And, you know, this is about to be a really exciting season for the Texas Tech, I think. Um, You know, a lot of some key returning pieces like Kevin O'Banner, Daniel Bacho, but also we have a ton of new faces that are coming in, a lot of impact transfers, a lot of, you know, key freshmen that – um, overall, it just has me super excited for this upcoming season. Um, so I'm just going to kind of get right into things. Uh, I think the first thing I do want to discuss is some of these new faces. Um, I'm not going to have time, you know, to go through every single guy on this roster, but there are a couple that I do want to hit on. And I'm going to start with really what I feel is one of the more, probably the most important position in basketball at the point guard spot. Um, we got a couple guys that are probably going to be manning that spot, but there's one guy uh, in particular I do want to talk about, and it's Davion Harmon. Um, this guy, he's very well-traveled. He played at OU, played at Oregon. He knows what um, high-level basketball looks like. He's been a part of some high-level basketball, and um, I think he's probably going to come in and be Tech's starter right away at the one spot. Uh, he is improving just gradually he has improved over his career uh you know with his vision his playmaking ability he is a solid scorer um he's probably put up double digit points for most of his career he is going to be able to help us make a lot of plays uh I think that he is a very good defender um he played under Long Kruger at OU you aren't doing that unless you are a good defender um and that's just kind of part of the reason I'm so excited about him coming to the squad this year. One thing I'm really excited about, he brings a veteran leadership that this team really needs with the departures of guys like Bryson Williams, Adonis Arms, uh, guys that have been around college basketball for a really long time. 
Um, we get a new veteran that comes into the picture and really uh, starts to kind of help mold what this team and the culture is going to look like. And it's good for a lot of the young guys, including one of the young guys I wanted to talk about too at the point guard position. I don't necessarily know that he's going to play strictly point guard, but I want to talk about Pop Isaacs. Um, you know, he is a great recruit from out west. Uh, he initially recruited a long time or er, committed a long time ago, but did decommit for a little bit. But ultimately, Mark Adams was able to bring him back in, and this is probably. To me, outside of maybe Elijah Fisher, is the biggest uh, addition to this program. Uh, he, you know, Pop Isaacs, he's so good at scoring at every level. He can shoot it. He's really good at driving, but he can also make a lot of plays. And I think, you know, his versatility is really going to help this team to the point where I think he could break out as one of this one of the team's better players this season. Um, I think that he is really just one of the few guys that is going to be able to come in, you know, possibly start right off the bat. I'm not sure if he's going to start right away, but I do think he has the potential to be a starter for this program. Um, I think that he brings something that I don't necessarily know if Tex had it since a guy like Keenan Evans, you know, a guy that can distribute but can also go get a bucket whenever we need it. Um he is a guy that makes a lot of the team around him better. Uh, he is really effective with the ball in his hands or off the ball. You know, he can get himself open off the ball and be effective in that way if we need him to. So that is one guy that I'm really looking forward to seeing. Um, another freshman that I did already mention, uh, Elijah Fisher. Everyone knows who he is. Five-star recruit. Um, was supposed to be in next year's class, but decided to reclassify and come to Tech this year. Uh, that quite possibly is, I'm not going to say the biggest addition in the Mark Adams era to this point, because we do have some big additions, and I do think we need to see what Elijah Fisher does at the college level, but I will say it is one of the biggest you know, recruiting wins for Tech in their basketball program's history. Um, you know, a lot of the guys that have excelled at Tech have really been some of the lower-rated guys that came in under the radar. You know, your Jarrett Culver's, your Zaire Smith's, um, the guys that maybe got a little overlooked. But, you know, Elijah Fisher is going to come in with the expectation of being great. Um, you know, coming from Canada, he played with the Canadian national team over the summer. He's still very raw. Um, he's going to have a lot of areas to work on. But one thing that really stands out to me about this kid is he wants to win no matter what. He doesn't care if he's scoring. Um, he's expressed that if he has to come off the bench, if he has to come and be, you know, a great defender right off the bat and, you know, work to earn those offensive opportunities, then he will do that. And that's the mindset you have to have at Tech. And I think Mark Adams, you know, we don't know what type of role um, he's giving Elijah Fisher right off the bat, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's a really big role. And I also wouldn't be shocked if it's a role that he has to work into a little bit. But um, Elijah Fisher is definitely giving me a name to watch this season, watch closely. Now, 
kind of moving on to those are the three guys coming in right now that I really wanted to hit on but now let's talk about a couple of the guys that are returning and I'm going to start with Kevin O'Banner um KO last year you know he had some up and down games I think everyone knows that anyone that watched tech last year knows that um there were games where he looked like an absolute monster uh underneath for tech he looked so effective um as a rebounder he would be great underneath. He could go out to the perimeter, and he was a flamethrower at points. But also, there were points where, you know, he shot himself kind of out of rhythm. He would take some questionable shots. Um, you know, he if he got cold, he kind of stayed cold for a while. Uh, but at the end of the year, you know, we start, especially in the NCAA tournament, he started to rack up. He was a double-double machine. He was really finding his groove. But then, obviously, the season ended in the Sweet 16. But I think that is what I'm going to look for Kevin O'Banner to kind of carry over. Um, You know, he is a great talent. We saw, you know, what his ceiling is. I feel like, you know, at Oral Roberts, when he was putting up, you know, 30-point games in the NCAA tournament, he was extremely effective at all levels. And I think that's what Tech might need from him this year. Because, you know, as that senior leader, we've had some great senior leaders over the years. Um, You know, Marcus Santos Silva comes to mind last season. I think he was a huge energy piece every time he stepped on the floor. Um, Norenzo Odeyase in the past. Tariq Owens. I think that's the type of role that KO needs to play not only as a leader, but also with his impact on the court. He needs to bring that energy. He needs to be there, be a great leader for a lot of these younger players that we do have, because this is one of the youngest rosters um, Tech is going to have in some time. Uh, So Kevin O'Banner, his leadership is going to be key to how successful this team can really be. Now, another returner I want to talk about is Daniel Bacho. He is going to have to step into the biggest role he's been asked to step in thus far. Um, With Fardaz Amak out for an indefinite amount of time some people are saying he'll be back by conference play but there's also been reports he could be out till February so Daniel Bacho is going to have to come in right off the bat um you know step into a role he's not used to step into a starting role he could be asked you know to be one of our top scorers early on and based off of what a lot of the coaching staff has said about him this uh past offseason he could be ready for that role um, it seems like he has beefed up a lot this offseason. It seems like he's a lot, you know, better at controlling the ball. Um, he doesn't seem as clumsy. He seems, his footwork seems like just significantly improved. Um, you know, offensively, you know, we saw a lot of limitations from Bacho in the past. You know, he was kind of just... Uh, kind of a dump off and dunk it type of guy defensively we've seen so much potential about how he can get up there block shots contest shots and that's going to be huge that's a type of thing we haven't had since a guy like Tariq Owens with his length um I think that Bacho is going to be uh you know probably one of the most integral parts to this squad so that's kind of where I'm at those are a lot of the big impact players I did want to talk about going into this Now, obviously, I couldn't talk about everyone, but I did kind of want to move on a little bit here. 
So I talked about how young this team really is. And that really is going to hold true throughout the season. Now, it's really too early to talk about expectations for this team, for this program going into this season. But, you know, before the season even starts, it is something that needs to be addressed. I think that this Texas Tech team, as much as it sucks to say, they probably have the lowest floor of any team besides maybe that 2020 team that was on the brink of possibly missing the tournament before COVID hit. But they also have probably the highest ceiling since that Final Four run. So that's why I'm so kind of stuck on what to think about this team. Um, You know, I think that with the young talent that we have, um, it's going to be, you know, a test. They're going to be tested early. They're going to be tested often. Um, And it's going to be up to a lot of these veteran leaders, like I mentioned, Kevin O'Banner, Daniel Baccio, Davion Harmon, uh, Fardaz Amak. You know, a lot of these guys that... Um, aren't new to the college game. They're going to need to be there for these younger guys to really help teach them. Because when you got Pop Isaacs, Lamar Washington, um, Elijah Fisher, a lot of these young guys that are going to be playing high minutes, you know, you're going to need that veteran leadership to help guide them when there are struggles. And I think that we will see a lot of different times where this team struggles this year. And I think we're going to see a lot of times where this team is successful. And it's just about keeping a level head, never too high, never getting too low, because it is a long season. Um, I think a lot of these young kids are going to learn that pretty quickly, Um, especially with a trip to Maui. Uh, This is going to be a real long season, and a lot of these guys are going to need to be in this really for the long run. Um, Because I think that everyone on this roster – honestly is capable of playing um, big meaningful minutes and that's something that hasn't been able to be said about all tech teams of the past um you know tech has had you know especially recently um that front of the you know that first seven eight, is always solid, but you also had those guys at the end of the bench that maybe you were never going to see, you know, come into the game. And everyone knows the type of guys I'm talking about. You know, as much as we love guys like Big Russ and those types of players, um, they're just guys that if they were going to have to play meaningful minutes, it was going to spell trouble. I don't feel that way about this team, about anyone on this team, really. I think that a lot of these guys can come in play meaningful minutes early, play them often. Um, And that's what the vibe I'm getting from the staff, too, the way they've been talking. I think that they also feel that way about this team. Um, You know, when you have guys like Pop Isaacs, um, you have Elijah Fisher, you have guys that are going to have to come in pretty early. So that's just kind of the name of the game. But I talked about how we're going to have a lot of tests early. And that I mean that um, because right off the bat, first month of the season, you're going to Maui. Uh, you're going into a absolutely loaded field. 
not only you start with Creighton, who there's there were talks of them being one of the, if not the top team in the nation, um, to start the year. And outside of Creighton, so that's who you play in the first round. There's a team you have Arkansas in there, Arizona, Ohio State, Cincinnati. Just this field is loaded left and right on who tech could see early and you know we usually have a pretty weak non-conference um and outside of the maui invitational that is still holds pretty true but this maui field is just so loaded that it is going to get us ready for big 12 play early and i think that ultimately it is going to make this team tougher no matter what happens in maui we could lose every game we could win every game in Maui. It doesn't matter. Um, either way, it's going to help prep this team for, you know, a better run, especially in Big 12 play. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, continuing on, though, just looking more at the schedule after Maui, you know, mentioned that we kind of have had some cupcakes in the past. Before Maui, I mean, you have no tests. You have, you know, Northwestern State, Texas Southern, and Louisiana Tech before going to Maui. After Maui, though, that's when we get the Big East Big 12 battle. We get to play Georgetown at the USA to end the month. Um, Georgetown, not that great. You know, they don't, they aren't the Georgetown of old, but there still could be a little bit of a test just because they are a Big East school. After that, though, basically the entire month of December is just cupcakes. Um, you know, we played TCU very last day of the month, but other than that, um, it's pretty easy non-conference after Maui. Uh, the TCU game is going to be, that TCU team is absolutely stacked, and that's kind of when we start talking about the Big 12 teams we're going to have to play this year, obviously. You know, KU... Loaded as always. Um, OU, they have a young coach in Porter Moser who you saw how that team steadily improved last season. And I think it's only going to get better this season. Um, on the road at Iowa State pretty early. That Hilton's always a tough place to play. Iowa State definitely I don't think is going to be as good as they were last year. They lost a lot of key pieces, but they are still a very good basketball team. You know, Coach TJ over there is going to have them playing, you know, high-level defensive basketball. Their offense is probably going to be lagging behind, but they still have, you know, an elite defensive coach. So that's something you always have to be looking out for. After that, the coveted matchup in Austin against the Snake Chris Beard. But I, I'll give them some props. That Texas roster is looking pretty loaded. Um, getting the Big 12 Freshman of the Year, Tyrese Hunter. A lot of returning pieces like um, Allen. You're going to have Marcus Carr returning. You're going to have a pretty loaded squad uh, over there in Austin. So that's going to be a tough matchup both on the road and at home. Two home games, but it's still going to be tough. Um, Baylor, that is the team that I think that... To me, Baylor is the front runner um, of the Big 12 this year. They return a lot of important pieces, like namely Adam Flagler is a big one. Um, but they bring in 
quite possibly to me a top five freshman for sure and Keontae George who very well could be the top guy um, that's playing in college this year. Uh, he is just an elite talent. He, you know, he's a fantastic shooter. He is just so athletic. He's going to give people problems. Moving on past Baylor, um, we'll have Kansas State on the road. Uh, you know, they got a new coach. The Octagon of Doom is always tough for Tech to play in, especially recently, um, even when K-State hasn't had great teams. So that's going to be something important to look out for. Uh, after that, we'll have West Virginia. You know, I don't expect much from West Virginia this year, but it's a Bob Huggins team. Um, they're always going to be scrappy. They got a new point guard from Iowa that, you know, he's not going to score much, but he is going to be one of, you know, Bob Huggins' annoying defensive little pests that can pick up full court. So that's going to be something, you know, to look out for. Um, after that, we get a little bit of a break from Big 12 play. Um, you got LSU, who, you know, you lose Will Wade, you lose a lot of recruits, but, you know, a new coach from Murray State comes in, um, brings in a lot of pieces from Murray State and also new transfers, recruits. LSU, that's it's kind of going to be a wait-and-see game to see how that team really shapes up. But other than that, um, you know, you got Oklahoma State. Uh, they are a quality, quality team with uh, Mike Boynt in there. But also, you know, they – at what point does Oklahoma State, you know, take that step forward? Even with Cade Cunningham there – um, they disappointed in the tournament. So, you know, Oklahoma State, I feel like you're going to be looking for them to take that step forward here pretty soon. But, you know, that's that. That's the Big 12 um, slate. Uh, you know, every team's going to be good. It's the Big 12. It is just a dogfight year-round. Everyone knows that. Um, we know it's not going to be easy. But to me, this team has more offensive tech just has more offensive potential than they've had uh probably since 2019 um you know I feel like I do say that you know every year coming into the season but I this year there's a lot of different weapons a lot of question marks though you know um like I said I mentioned some guys like Harmon and Isaacs and Fisher and Kevin O'Banner but also, there is just so many different, you know, question marks. Like, what is Walton from North Carolina? What is he going to do? You know, he was a five-point-per-game scorer over at North Carolina. But if he comes into more opportunities at Tech, you know, could he be a guy that averages double digits? Um, you have DeMorian Williams from Gardner-Webb that, you know, is he our kind of Adonis Arms type of guy this year? You know, is he the you know, veteran coming over from a mid-major that can step in and play quality minutes right off the bat. Uh, you know, Lamar Washington, very underrated, you know, from out on the West Coast. Does he come in and make a little more of a statement than what people expect? Like, this is what I mean. Like, there is just, you could go off this whole roster and find a, something 
about a guy that, you know, he could come in and be one of the better players on this roster, and we don't even know it because, you know, we don't get to see all the practices. We don't get to see what these guys are doing, you know, day in and day out. So that's just kind of the excitement going into this season. Uh, This season has so many question marks, but also so many fun things that can happen. Um, I'm really looking forward to just seeing how this squad looks. So, um, at the end of the day, um, we're all going to be watching and riding together, you know. Mark Adams is going to have another year. Um, He's going to have this fan support is going to be out of this world this season. Um, Undefeated at home last season. I do think that we can, you know, repeat that type of success again with the home court advantage at the USA. Um, This is just, I'm really excited for what this season could bring. Um, You know, like I said, I kind of getting into some sort of, you know, prediction. Like I said, this team's floor is probably one of the lower floors of any recent tech team because of all the question marks, because you have so much youth. But like I said, the ceiling can also be higher um, than what many people expect. So, you know, as far as like a prediction on what I think this team can do, you know, I'm not going to jump into the, oh, we could see the final four because I have to see this team play before I can say something like that. But that being said, I do believe in Mark Adams and I believe in defense and defense has been tried and true, you know, especially in the Big 12. Um, we, we Tech will be in just about every game this year. Uh, I don't see too many games that they're going to be out of it. Uh, I think that they will need to find an offensive identity early, especially because of the tournament in Maui. But, you know, I'm going to say this. I do think this team makes the tournament. um, And if they make the tournament, I think that this team could make some noise no matter what, no matter what type of seed they are because of, just Mark Adams and the defense. Um, I think that, you know, a ceiling to get, keep my expectations leveled. Um, I would, I would like to see something like a sweet 16 appearance again this year, but you never know how the season's going to go. So, um, like I'm just going to say to everyone, especially it's very similar, um, kind of like football this year, you know, we don't want to put expectations on this team that are insurmountable. But also, you do want to be excited because this team does have the potential to do some big things um, because of the talent on this roster. This is a very talented roster. Don't get that mistaken. This roster, as just looking at pure raw talent, is probably one of the more talented rosters top to bottom that Tech has had. You know, Beard years, Adams years before that. Um, So it's correct to have some high expectations, but also just kind of give this team some time to gel. It could take time. You know, Maui, we could struggle, but don't, if we struggle in Maui, don't, you know, let that like take down your enthusiasm for this team because it is a tough schedule. It is a long season. Um, 
I'm really excited. I hope everyone else is too. Uh, you know, as the season goes on, feel free to kind of tweet at me, tweet at us at the Hub City Homers account. Um, you know, bring up any points, whether you agree or disagree with them, because it's it's going to be a fun season. Um, this has been my basketball preview. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, I look forward to getting back with the guys hopefully next week. Um, we can talk about hopefully how good the season openers is going. Look forward to Maui. Uh, give a little more in-depth previews um, when I get with the guys. But for now, um, this has been Kendall with the Hub City Homers. Uh, wreck them. Have a great rest of your week. And uh, can't wait for basketball season to start.